Rep your city. All my people, are you with me? Bringing notice to the heavenly estate. Boots tied, spiritual flags we wave high, for we are the light. White for the purity, gold for the riches and authority, purple representing royalty. God's glory and grace provides us with powerful stories, testimonies. I know you're from around my way by the fruit displayed. Love that's maneuvered around the body, leaving you with feelings of being home. No longer do we use force to get to the throne, for we have been adopted into the priesthood. God still looks at us and says it is exceedingly good. Every day I'm striving to drive the population higher, fulfilling his desires. When asked where you're from, say a place that would make Eden blush. Rep the Most High, Holy Spirit, and Jesus. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how are y'all doing? This is RYC, 
Praise News with Ty Scott King. Man, Miss Ty Scott King will be on the show in just a little bit. But uh, before we bring her on, I wanted to just uh, pray to show in, man. Pray to show in. All right, now, Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you so very much for allowing me to wake up and do the things that I really love to do, Father. I love to get on this um, radio station. I love to get on this video show and speak to these different artists and, and just see how you have touched their lives and how much they have grown within you, Father. I love to just be here and just to be able to speak to the different people and to let them know that they're not the only ones going through anything within their lives, Father, because you know that I'm going through some things in my life right now, but I have to understand and realize that the battle is not it's not a um it's not a physical battle it's a spiritual battle father and i know that what i'm going through you're going to be able to see me through it so i just have to give it all over to you father and just remember that and i want other people that's listening to this just to remember that as well whatever you may be going through is it's not a physical battle it's a spiritual battle just give it all over to god and allow god to control it and to and to nourish you through it so in jesus name i pray amen amen and amen like i said man uh this is ryc praise news with ty scott king um i believe the queen is on the air right now so i'm gonna bring her on in man 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 can you hear me can you hear me I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I can hear you. I can hear you. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, I, I caught the end of what you were saying, so I'm mm. I'm ready for more of the conversation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, man, I was just uh, praying to show in and everything and just um, pretty much letting people know, because a lot of times when you're going through something, especially within 2020, 2019, uh, you know, dealing with COVID, there's a lot of people, a lot of families that were going through so much heartache and turmoil. Yeah. But even though that there were so many people going through this, you still sometimes look at it like, you're the only one going through a certain thing, you know, right. and, yeah. and your pains and everything, you're hurting so bad that you forget that other people are going through similar things, but everybody handles them differently. Right, right. I was speaking, yeah. um, I was speaking to my mom the other day because I'm, I'm going through something right now. I'm not really going to dig into it, but I'm going through something right now. And I was speaking to my mom the other day and my mom was giving me scriptures from the Bible and she was saying, hey, you know, this is a spiritual warfare. Don't worry about it. You know, you're going to have to really dig down deep and and pray to God and let God, you know, work you out of this. And I got a little upset because it just felt like to me nobody was understanding what I was going through. It was right. almost like allow me to wallow in pity for a minute before everybody keeps telling me before everybody keeps telling me oh you're gonna be all right you got to trust god i understand that but right now i'm hurting but speaking to my mom a little bit more shutting my mouth listening to her and listening to what she was trying to tell me god was speaking to me through my mom and it was like you're absolutely correct mom 
You're absolutely correct. I may be hurting, but at the end of the day, you know, I still have to realize that God is going to guide my steps out of this. Right. If I allow him, I can, I can be, I can stay in a pity party. You know, I can stay in a pity party and say, woe is me all day long, but eventually I'm going to have to get out of it. So yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> that's really true. It's, it's easier said than done though. Right. Right. You know, right. it, it definitely requires us casting our cares onto him because if we don't, then it's like, you just keep picking those cares up again. So yeah, that's, I think you've done the first step, which is like acknowledge, right? They always say you have to acknowledge <laughs> a thing. So you, right. you've acknowledged that, okay, I, I probably should be kind of ready to get out of this pity yeah. stage. Um, but yeah, definitely to, to press from the pity stage to whatever is next, it, acceptance, I guess, is it, it can be very difficult. Um, but yeah, when we acknowledge that and then we cast our cares that onto God, it's definitely more helpful to get Amen. out of that pit of pity. Amen. Amen. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, if y'all do not know who this young lady is, she is Ty Scott King, one of the one of the baddest poets, rhyme artists, whatever you want to label her. I mean, far as with a mic, there, there you go. There you go right there. Um, mm -hmm. Let the folks know where what city you repping, where are you from? Well, that, that's always a loaded question. People are like, where are you from? <laughs> um, so I, cause sometimes people are like, well, where do you, when they say, where are you from? They mean, where do you live? Mm -hmm. So um, I currently live in um, Orange County, California. So a little bit outside of LA. And um, prior to that, I lived on the East coast. Uh, so I, I would say if I represent anywhere in America, it mm -hmm. would be Miami, Florida. Um, but I have lived in Atlanta, Georgia. I have lived in Dothan, Alabama, and I definitely loved living in those places as well. I lived in New York for a few years. So I've been bouncing all wow. over, but I am from originally, original, original. I'm from Spanish Town, Jamaica. So yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Where it all started. I believe I remember that because I, I, I'm not sure if you remember our interview. I think it was, man. I think it was almost four years ago. A while ago. About three or four <laughs> years ago. Yes, man. I think uh, you, like I made a post and I said, I think you released, you just released Concrete. Yeah. So it was, um, Concrete came out in 2019. <laughs> was it 2019? 2018. 2018, 19-ish. Uh, somewhere. Like me to release stuff. So I believe it was like, yeah. 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. Okay, okay. Yeah, you've been releasing bangers for so long, so it's hard to keep up with them for real. Thank I you. mean, you you just been doing your thing, definitely. I've been um, very proud to even had a chance to interview you the first time and excited to interview you this time. Um, I had a chance to go over your um, go over your website, and mm -hmm. I believe this is the first time I ever really looked at your website and everything, and. I was like, when I looked at your bio, I was like, wow, she has accomplished so much. 
<laughs> and I never knew it just blew right over my head. And, and at that point I was really honored that you came on the show again. I was like, man, she could blow me off. Like most of the main mainstream artists be doing. <laughs> no, I'm not, the, I'm not the type to blow people off. You just, you never know where, um, I mean, it's, a, it's an honor to be on the show. So, you know, I'm grateful to be asked and yeah. I can't always take everything that I'm asked to do because it might right. conflict with something. But if if that's the case, I'm always like, OK, what well, can we do? it? And I think initially that was the case. And that's time. what you did with like, me. Exactly. Yeah. So I always try to at least schedule it for another date if I have a conflict, because there have definitely been some people that I've encountered um, on my journey that uh maybe at that time their status their their level of um notoriety was bigger than mine um and then i've seen those people kind of fall off <laughs> like they're, they're just not where they used to be right and so you never know I, i've always heard this quote where people say be kind you know when you're going up the ladder because you never know who you'll pass on the way down or whatever right. y'all don't quote me on that <laughs> but basically be nice to people <laughs> right and accept exactly. invitations and stay humble you know so thank exactly. you for the invite oh uh, not a problem at all not a problem at all um i was looking at your bio and one thing that jumped out at me is because my dad he's in the air force and um he used he used to be a chef in the air force and he um was a cook at the Pentagon around the time when uh, Dick Cheney was Secretary of Defense. Oh, My wow. dad was running the kitchen and everything there. And I see that you performed at the Pentagon. Yes. So um, how did that come about? And what what um, what did you what piece of work did you do there? Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I definitely know that I did Superhero, which is a poem that I've been able to do and has been requested in a lot of um, venues around the country and outside of the U.S. So I know that I did the superhero poem. Uh, at the time I was in the group, uh, I was in a group called Platinum Souls that I founded in Atlanta. So I uh, founded this group in late 2001, early 2002, technically. And from 2002 to 2008, I was in, or 2009, we had this group. And so during that time, Eddie Velez, who um, was a part of the Holy Federation of Holy Fellowship of Holy Hip Hop, um, he had the opportunity to go and do something at the Pentagon. He was invited and they asked him to bring some artists with him. So it's interesting because I was just looking back like, I was like, I don't remember who else was there. I know Platinum Souls. I was in Platinum Souls. We were there. Um, also, Canton Jones was there, uh, Gospel Gangsters. Um, I know I'm gonna forget some really amazing names and I'm not doing it on purpose, but those are, the, those are the names I can't remember from just reading over that part of my bio again recently. Um, but yeah, that's how the opportunity came about. Eddie was invited. He brought us on to um, perform there. And so it, it was it was amazing. It was shortly, well, it was a few years after 9-11, but they had like changed everything. So you couldn't even bring you couldn't bring in cameras. They're, like they just made you leave everything at the front. So we had to like 
memorize things in our brains. Wow. Like you gotta take pictures with your eyes because <laughs> you can't prove this. <laughs> you know, even outside, I remember being outside of the building and like trying to take a picture, and they rolled up on me with their guns and was like, "Oh wow, you can't do that." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want to bring up any negative things, but look look at the difference between them rolling up when you just trying to take a picture and what happened at the Capitol. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, so I was like, wow, okay. Exactly. There's definitely <laughs> a stark difference. Exactly. Exactly. Man, wow. Well, that's 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 amazing, man. That's really amazing. Now, what about the inauguration with Biden and um and and our vice president Kam see, I'm gonna Kamala. say her name, Kamala. Exactly. I, I knew I was gonna say her name wrong, but the <laughs> young the young lady that uh did the poem. Did yes. the portrait um, there? Uh, her name is on the tip of my tip of my tongue. I definitely got a lot of um, messages. Mm -hmm. of, uh, is it Amanda? Oh, gosh, I, I hate that her name just flew out of my head. But I definitely got a lot of messages from people saying, "Oh, I just saw her and she was amazing and she reminded me of you." So um, always grateful when people hear poetry and they mm -hmm. think of me because they could probably think of. A million other poets, <laughs> um, but yeah, she 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 is incredible, and I definitely have been following her since. And I'm just really annoyed at myself that I cannot think of her name right now. But now, when you saw her at the inauguration, and you found out when did you originally find out that so, that she was going to be doing poetry at the inauguration? Did you find out that day, or did you maybe find out earlier? No, I had okay. no clue okay. until the first person texted me and was like, that young lady. And I'm like, okay, what young lady? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking about? And right. so, turned so, it on and there she was. And I was just blown away. She She's just incredible. Just a, a really great representation of what the whole genre of poetry spoken word is about. You know, just that, that, um, that crisp voice and the just the way that she strung the words together like right. it made me proud to be a poet you know and that's that's, and that's what right. people love they loved the story they they were caught up in it they loved her her elegance you know she she just had a a aura, aura about her right. <laughs> and it was like she just came in like i'm the queen here and now we've got to handle this business <laughs> right. there you go there you go and that's why i was wanted to ask you when you saw this what did you think of it in the terms of um of poets and poetry did you say man okay now this is really going to open up a lot of doors for a lot you know for a lot of poets did you look at it in the terms of yourself you know, did you start getting more calls off of this? I mean, far as to do poetry? Yeah, I saw and I saw a very immediate um, uh, increase in mm. bookings, like the type of bookings that I was getting. Uh, Amanda Gorman, I knew. I just had All to right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I definitely saw an, an increase in just new opportunities because of her. And because people saw her on this national global stage, it's like, okay, well, I want a poet that's like Amanda Gorman. And I, I could tell, cause I got like a voiceover booking. I, I do voiceovers quite a bit 
But one in particular, I think I got maybe a week or two after the inauguration, the person was like, we heard Amanda Gorman. So we went looking and we found you. <laughs> like, so I, I definitely did see new opportunities come through because of that. And ultimately, that's what when we share any kind of gift on any kind of platform here today, other opportunities, that's what I always hope for, that I can be a door opener for someone. When I take the opportunity to go to a church and they tell me, oh, you're the first poet we've ever had. Or you're the first rapper we've ever had. I'm excited about that because I know somebody in their congregation does what I do. But now they get to see a quote unquote professional do it. And hopefully it opens the opportunity for them to now turn to their youth or their young adult or their senior or whoever has these gifts and say, OK, well, we see that it's a value to the body. So now can you step up and do it? You, you've been here this whole time waiting for your opportunity. Right. Mm. So I, I definitely am grateful for Amanda and her taking that platform because it definitely even more exposed what I have the opportunity to do because people are people are doing it all the time. I mean, Passion for Christ movement. Um, I've I slammed in poetry, national poetry slams for years. This is not mm -hmm. a new thing. It's just right. people are constantly getting exposed to it through things like the inauguration. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So let's go back a little bit, just in case if there are some people listening to this or looking at this and they haven't followed a Ty Scott King, let the folks know um, where did your passion, one, for poetry come from and two, your poetry for CHH, I mean, for rapping and also, well, I guess it's going to be three, three questions in one. <laughs> <laughs> where did your passion for poetry and CHH come from? And then also, um, do you rather be looked at as a um, as a poet or as a CHH artist, or does it really matter? Yeah. So um, great, great three in one question there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I do not have a preference. Mm -hmm. When people invite me in or they ask me to do something, I get all kinds of opportunities, right? From voiceovers to the voiceover might be for me to do a poem. It might be for me to just talk. It might be for me to rap. And then I get opportunities like this to come on radio shows or TV shows or opportunities to be on projects, right? And Or come to a live event. For me, it's what do you feel like your your people need? You know them better than I do. So if you feel like you're, you're, you need somebody to come and rap or whatever the event is, I, I'm not just going to pigeonhole myself to youth events because I do more than that. But I think in the beginning or early on when I started rapping, which rap came many, many years after me doing poetry. So from eight, I started writing poetry and then I started actually using it as a ministry tool in my early 20s. And then in my late 20s, I started rapping. So I went all, all of these decades without rapping. Um, but when I got excited about being a rapper and I started to feel more confident in that gift, I wanted, of course, to always do both. But over the years, I've said, okay, whatever God opens the door for me to do, whatever people say that they need, that's that's what I'm going to do. So I don't mind if someone says, I just want you to come and do poetry or I just want you to come and, and rap. And there's still people who only know me for a poem because they heard me on 
blah, blah, blah project, or they only know me as a rapper. So I still am um, introducing people to both sides of me sometimes because they may not be aware that I do both. Uh, so for me, it's really dependent on what that person that's inviting me wants or needs. Sometimes I'll be like, hey, you know, I might get up and say, well, they brought me here to do a poem or to rap, but this is the way I relax. I rap or I do poetry and I'll just <laughs> kind of slide it in there. But for me, I'm just grateful again for the opportunity to go and be able to do and to be invited because there, there are many people who are who have gifts and talents and don't get invited to go anywhere. Yes. So um, my love for poetry and, and rapping really started when I was eight years old, just realizing that I had this ability to string these words together. And um, over the years, it just developed into something that was like, okay, God is going to give me a, a platform or the opportunities to be able to share what I write with people. Um, then, of course, like I said, I started rapping many years afterwards, and that was really to fill a, a gap that I thought was in, in the group that I was in. We had a, a singer and a rapper, and he actually left the group um, to fulfill some other contractual obligations. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm doing poetry. I feel like I can step in and fill this rap void um, and kind of even out the fact that there's another rapper here and the weight is not all on him. And mm -hmm. so it, it started that way where it was like, oh, I'm, I'm a poet coming into this into this side of artistry. And really, I always had a love for rapping where I would imitate rappers from MC Light. I mean, I'm dating myself, but of course, from MC Light, <laughs> Latifa, to um, BDP, like I was, I didn't grow up a Christian, so don't fault me for my previous mu musical selections, but <laughs> these were the people that influenced me when I was younger and I would, I would mimic them. And so to have mm -hmm. the opportunity to, to be a rapper and to, you know, flow between these two gifts is always pretty amazing and exciting to me like when i was eight i this was the stuff that i was doing i was in a school of the arts and i envisioned being this artist but the way that god brought it all together is, is still amazing to me <laughs> like yeah. he's just masterful at what he does and i wanted to circle back because i see no greater love up there um Aaron J was actually in the group. There were three of us in this in this group that I was in, and mm -hmm. he was the singer that had to leave to do his other contractual obligations. And but we always kept in touch. So No Greater Love is the project that um, we put out together, you know. And it's just cool to be able to have this long relationship with with a, with people, you know. Like he's my brother. And mm. so to have no greater love come out and for people to respond the way that they have to it is just really, really cool. Yeah, that brother definitely is uh blowing on that yes. on that song. I was sitting there <laughs> like, wow, where did he come from? Ooh. I mean, that brother got some pipes on him, boy. Tell he does. He's, he's really, <laughs> really and it's crazy when he was younger, he's his he's saying um his octaves were so much higher, but his he's over the years he's just Con continued to be more and more amazing. <laughs> like, like, I don't understand how this works. 
Right, right. Man, I know I know I've heard No Greater Love played a little bit of everywhere. Um, every time I turn on Facebook, I mean your marketing is like outstanding. Your team, whoever is doing your marketing, maybe between you and your husband, I don't know, but <laughs> it's like outstanding how y'all are doing it. So um Thank you. all, all you. salute to y'all on that. Um, we have a small but mighty team, which mainly consists of whatever God downloads in here and then <laughs> figure out how to execute it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the best part. That's the best part. Now, where did um, No Greater Love come from? I mean, where were you in prayer or were you at church? I mean, where did that, where, where did that birth? I would love to say that I was like in this third dimension. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So um, Aaron J, this, the vocalist on the song, he actually had, um, he produced the track with a, a friend of his, he co-produced the track. And he called me up one day, this was actually, I think I was still living in Atlanta, so it was like a while back. And he said, hey, I, I wrote this song and um, I only have one verse and I want you to come in. Can you come in and see if you can, you know, lay down a, a poetry verse to this? So I, I wrote something, went over there, recorded it, um, left, and he called me. I don't even know if I was still on my way home when he called me. But <laughs> I need you to write another verse because the plan was that it would be him singing two verses and me doing poetry on one. So it came out that I'm doing poetry on two and he's singing on one on one of the verses. And it went from being his song featuring me to my song featuring him. And so the, the concept of No Greater Love really came from what God downloaded into him, which is that, you know, no matter how much we seek, who we have, relationships, friendships, all of those things, that there is no greater love than the love that Christ has for us. Mm -hmm. And um, so I got to have that framework when I went in to lay down my verses. So that made it a little bit easier, but yeah, definitely came from prayer. And I'm sure just, um, at the time Aaron is still single, but I was also single. So just kind of thinking it through like, okay, I want these relationships or a relationship or marriage, but ultimately whether I'm married or not, the greatest love I'm ever going to have is the love that I have with God. Amen. Amen. Now, see, I'm glad we went into that because that's a great segue into the video. So we're going to go ahead and pull <laughs> that video up and we're going to let everybody take a look at that. And we'll be right back with uh, with more with you. OK. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is RYC Praise News sitting down with Ty Scott King. And we're about to look at her, man, outstanding video, No Greater Love featuring Aaron J. Let's go.
Cause I've discovered I could search forever and never find a love so unique. See, when you speak, I'm breathless. Your silence renders me restless. Send your shalom and I am stressless. Can't help but confess there is no greater love than what you display. No greater love than what you convey. Cause you love me past infinity into eternity plus many a day. So many say I've fallen for you and I concur. I'm crazy about the way you stir my insides with a million tiny little butterflies. And we, we have no lows, only highs. Your love makes me rise. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Man, just got through listen, looking at uh, No Greater Love. Woo. <laughs> now, that song right there, I, I would be shocked if you were to tell me that um, terrestrial stations aren't playing that record. I mean, because that's just listening to it, unless I think unless you really look at the video, but just listening to the words, you wouldn't really be able to decipher if it was right. a gospel song or not. And that's why I think the great thing about it, you know, great thing about the song is to me, but um, you know, that, that, that's gotta be playing all over the place. It, it is. God is, God is good. 
<laughs> and um, yeah, it's definitely one of those songs where you know that there is something you unless you're a Christian, though, you may not know what it is. You, you may not understand that we're talking about God. Um, but yeah, uh, I've used the contacts that I've had over the years, like such as yourself and so many other people on the radio um, in the U.S. and abroad from Bermuda to London to Jamaica to just you know, a lot of other places other than the United States. And then those people have shared it with their database and, um, you know, or I've found other information just from relationships, really. Uh, mm -hmm. Keeping and developing relationships over the years have op has opened a lot of other doors for me. So, yeah, there are definitely a lot of FM stations that are playing the song. And so it's just continuing to build and build and build and grow. And I'm just wow. grateful that people love it the way that they do, because the song has um, this is actually our second uh, release of the song. So it's been out for a while and people have always loved it. Uh, but uh, last year I got approached and I want to give a shout out to the praise party because they they're an organization, a Christian organization that um, they have a show that they do monthly, just fun, exciting. They talk about the gospel. They interview artists <laughs> such as myself. And um, they contacted me and said, hey, we love what you're doing and we want to sponsor something. What do you want or need? And I always knew that I wanted to do a video for this song, No Greater Love. And so they they said, yeah, we'll we'll fund that. And um, mm. the team that shot it is, is an amazing team that I've worked with a couple of times before in some other video projects, DVM Productions and ABH Studios. So because everyone was in Atlanta, Aaron J, the film team, uh, my husband and I were spending some time in Florida at the time. And so we we decided to just stay in Florida and then go straight to Atlanta so that we could film the video. So we shot the video earlier this year in Atlanta. That's why you see the, the train passed by at mm. the best time it could have. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So it's, that was really my like dream come true. I always knew I wanted to shoot a video for this song. And so it was a blessing to be able to do that. And it was able to breathe the, the new life into the song that I, that I wanted. And so we re-released the single. Aaron redid a lot of his vocals and just, you know, added uh, all, the stuff, <laughs> all the things, made it even more incredible than it was the first time around. And he's like, "Do you want to redo your parts?" I was like, "Nah, I think I think I want to leave it as it is because I don't want to risk messing it up. I love the way it is." <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's definitely impacting a lot in the in the video realm as far as tv stations playing it uh video shows and then also a lot of fm stations picking it up and playing it as well awesome awesome well let the folks know how they can get in contact with you your social media handles things of that nature for sure um you can find me on all social media platforms twitter facebook instagram i don't do snapchat i'm kind of on um uh, the other thing where they show the videos, y'all, right, right. I ain't even really on TikTok. That's why, yeah, TikTok. <laughs> um, but you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My handle is I am Ty Scott King. And if you look right in the corner, you'll see how to spell my name. So I'm super <laughs> active on those and I will hit you back. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. Fantastic. Well, I thank you very, very much for coming on the show and just uh, talking about No Greater Love and just chopping it up with us. Yeah. Thank you all for having me. I'm I'm a, I'm grateful. I know I, I use that word all the time, but <laughs> I, I have to try to remember to to keep that gratitude. Amen. Amen. Well, thank your husband very much for allowing us to share your time away from him. <laughs> He's like, how much longer you need her for? Just for a while. I got some stuff I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always like to thank the family members because, you know, you could be doing something with your family or anything. Yes, absolutely. So, definitely. Absolutely. So, all righty now. Thank you very much. You have a great thank evening. Thank you. You too. God bless. All right. God bless. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, yes, 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 we just got through sitting down with Miss Ty Scott King, um, and we were looking at her video, No Greater Love, so hey, make sure y'all go check it out, and we'll be right back with more, with more, with more RYC Praise News. DJC Printing Design is here for all your custom printing needs. You need shirts for your family reunions, for the get-togethers. Your son or daughter about to graduate, and you want to tell the world, hey, my baby made it. <laughs> well, DJC Printing Design is here for you. Contact India Ferguson at 804-250-1446. Log on to our website, www.djcprintanddesign.com. All over social media at DJC Print. You want screen print? You know we got you. Whatever you need, it's at DJC Print and Design. Contact us anytime. We're located in the heart of Whitestone, but we go going worldwide. DJC Print and Design, the designs that's close to heart.